everyone. So real quickly, I wanted to do a quick update. So a while back, I made a video that was, well, I guess an episode of the Further Podcast that was pretty, um, I guess, um, it got a decent amount of um, attraction where I talked about the difference between Creoles of color and I called it Black Francophones. I am not sure why I did that. I think I did that because the author in the book that I I cited called the group by that uh, name, but I I, I don't I don't really think I like that name. I think a better name for the people that I'm describing would be maybe Afro Creoles, uh, for example, and and the distinction I think is still important. Um, the author who whose name I don't quite remember at this moment. I'm not even sure where I got that source from. It might have been from the um, the, Creoles, the Creoles of Color of Bayou Country, perhaps? Uh, maybe it was that one. Um, anyway, go back to that video. You will find it. Um where I talked about the Creoles of color and stuff like that. Uh, Just to give a little bit of a short, because I know that video is long and I go into a lot of details, and I, you know, talk about the source and stuff like that. But um, why you want to know is because, for example, um, you know, I, I have questions from some people and stuff like that, and they are... Um, wondering about their ancestry, right? And they are not really seeing things that they expected to see, right? And what I think inspired me to make that episode is that is another um, shorter uh, thing that I posted on the YouTube channel where I said, I think I entitled that Where's My French DNA? A lot of people, and that can go into a whole nother topic, where there are people with legitimate French ancestry that is apparently being categorized in part elsewhere, depending on where exactly your French ancestors came from, et cetera, et cetera, right? And so uh, we want to uh, be careful, right, with that. But just in general, in terms of black genealogy, right, uh, what's important for black genealogy is uh, to realize that a lot of people who were predominantly African were in a very French slash French Creole reality uh, in terms of slavery. What does that mean? That means that you are going to it, it, what we typically see, right, is an Anglophone version of slavery, right? But instead, you have to replace all of that and all of that you probably grew up hearing and stuff like that uh, growing up in, you know, the United States. You have to, like, replace that and put it in a French context. What that means is that the enslaved people adopted French culture, right? So they adopted French names, they adopted perhaps even the French language or the French Creole language, uh, Catholicism, other, you know, um, 
more French um, practices and stuff like that. So with all of these cultural elements pointing to France, a lot of people who are now self-identifying as black, they are expecting to find some sort of French ancestor because they're like, well, I don't get it. You know, I, I, I see all these French names in my family. Um, and I, I know that we have all these traditions and, and so we must be, uh, we must be French. We must have some sort of, uh, ancestor that was born in France, some sort of something, right? But that's not always the case. That's not always the case. That's would be the case more so for the Creoles of color who are, I would argue, they are under the umbrella term of Louisiana Creole, right? If we talk about the Louisiana Creoles, but they are a sort of a separate group. I don't know if I would go as far to consider them a separate ethnicity, but they are a separate group and they actually prefer to be, you know, distinguished. A lot of people are, you know, self-identifying as a Creole of color to this day and they don't mingle and mix with people um, they don't mix with white people, they don't mix with black people, they don't even really mix with Afro-Creoles, for that matter, okay? So, um, that is some, that's why that's an important distinction, right? Um, and I gave the example of, like, in my family, where I had a sort of Afro-Creole, um, marrying a Creole of color, and my family took that almost as if marrying outside of the race, because for a lot of Creoles of color, an Afro-Creole is almost like a whole separate thing to them. And you might say, well, that doesn't really make sense, because they're both of African descent, and they both have, you know, the similar Creole culture, etc., etc., but you have to think about this. A lot of the uh, uh, sorry, a lot of the Creoles of color enslaved the these Afro Creoles that you know, aka that I was calling in the last uh, um, podcast episode, black francophones, right? And so uh, you have to just realize for a lot of um, people uh, who grew up with that Creole of color culture. Um, they, they were used to, you know, Afro-Creoles being different and foreign and something else. And you might, you know, be listening to this and saying, oh, I'm a Creole of a color and I don't think so. Uh, well, that's okay. I mean, uh, everybody's family, you know, everybody's family is not going to think the exact same way, but I'm talking about a general way of thinking. And I'm also talking about a historical way of thinking. A lot of Creoles of color, you know, it's 2024. Uh, uh, so, you know, things have changed. We're not in 1852 anymore. So yes, uh, some people who are, you know, descendants of Creoles of color, they're obviously not racist, you know, like maybe their great grandparents or whatever. But typically, I will tell you, if you are a Creole of color, uh, I'm, I'd bet quite a bit of money that you had some enslavers in your family. That's just kind of how it worked. Um, the Creoles of color, like I said, they were, you know, a lot of them were an affluent group, uh, had means, resources, and then back then that that largely equaled owning people. You know, that's just how it was. And, um, and that's what they did. And so I 
I think for people who are realizing that they are descendants of these Afro-Creoles, how do you know? How do you distinguish whether you're coming from an Afro-Creole line or a Creole of color? Um, Well, typically a Creole of color, you're going to find a lot more information. You're going to find that they were certainly free before 1870 census, okay? Um, They were free well before the Civil War. Uh, they're going to have more documents and be rather well documented, right? Uh, and they, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's, yeah. Um, typically Afro-Creoles were enslaved until the end of slavery, American slavery. Um, did some of them get their freedom? I mean, yeah, but... Uh, and, and you also want to pay attention to how kind of how people are described. Remember, the racial categories are not like necessarily you don't want to tie them too much to like actual like blood or like, you know, because someone's a mulatto doesn't mean that they have a white parent. No, but there's like physical descriptors that may or may not help you. So if you're finding that everyone in your family or the vast majority of people are listed as black and not as mulatto, that is indicative of, uh, you know, an Afro-Creole, right? So when we talk about the Afro-Creoles, if I didn't mention, you know, individuals who, um, you know, are predominantly of African descent, right? Uh, what you're going to see with the Creoles of color is the the there definitely is African ancestry, but it's quite low. If you wanted me to give an estimate, Afro-Creoles have, I would say, a similar ancestry to, well, okay, it's going to be different, you know, ethnic, um, you know, if you do like the DNA test, it's going to be different. Um, but, but in terms of African, total African ancestry, I'd say an Afro-Creole is going to be more European than your average African-American, but not by much, okay? Um, and, and this is talking about like in Louisiana, right? Um, cause you know, there are some Afro-Creole groups, like we talk about the Gullah Geechee who are on average 90% African. So you obviously in, in that case, this is not, you know, that doesn't, you know, we're not talking about that now, just in the context of Louisiana, right? Um, and uh, so Creoles of color, oh my gosh, the, it ranges a lot. I, I mean, I would say really you're looking at anything from 10 to, you know, about 60. But that's a wide range. So you could narrow it down to typically Creoles of color, from what I I look, I mean, I look at a lot of you know the the percentages in my family. I would say typically between twenty and about fifty percent African ancestry you'll find uh, for the Creoles of color. Um, yeah, and, and you might be thinking like, "Holy crap, that's low." I mean, yeah, like look at like Point Coupe for example. I have a a boatload of people on ancestry because my. Um, 
my uh, my third great grandfather was from there. Okay, and um, so all of my family uh, from that area, they and that just might be a me thing, but like. I mean, I've seen this in other more distant uh, people just looking at the surnames. A lot of them um, are predominantly European. And even my grandmother, who is the product of a Creole of color and an Afro-Creole, my grandmother is still... um, She has quite a bit of European ancestry like a lot, a lot more than I do. Um, and, um, yeah, that, but, you know, and you should see, like, um, if I told you about, like, you know, my Gullah side, you would see, like, whole different, you know, breakdowns and whatnot. Um, but, uh, I thought it was very interesting kind of looking at how, um, you know, just thinking about, um, how there are a lot of people, right, who may look a certain way, but the the whole, like, you know, ancestry profile would be completely different. So I always tell people to watch out for that. Just get the DNA test, but don't don't only do the DNA test. Get the, the paperwork straight. If you can, do your paper trail. Um, and see what, what what's kind of looking around and you will have lines that you can go farther a lot farther back on than others and typically for a creole of color you should be able to trace back eventually to a white person um just because yeah not all the time but most of the time and um i would say that um, sometimes it's quite far back. A lot of my Creole of color lines, really, they, they, you know, some of them, like, you know, I've talked about my Lumel side. I mean, you know, that they were having interracial relationships as, as early as the, you know, early 1700s. So it's like, this is how far back this is going. And a lot of these big prominent creole families have just been really like identifying as you know this creole of color separate group for quite some time and that sort of creole of color sort of um as its own unique ethnic group if you will has existed for quite some time so you definitely want to consider that okay i wanted to not make this too long so yeah just understand um summary uh is you know i don't quite believe that um black francophone especially because a lot of them are creolophone anyway but anyway um but some of them are francophone it really depends on like you know what you're looking at uh, and you know i always talk about the case of louisiana being very unique where it really varies where a lot of people are mixing up you know french and creole and they have they really don't know quite what they're speaking as i always say so um but the point is i think afro creole would be a better term to describe that and you know afro creoles are going to find quite similar uh situations it's not that weird of a situation look at haiti that is an afro creole nation haiti is an extremely creolized culture and nation oh my gosh 
extremely but the average haitian is extremely african uh haiti has nearly is almost exclusively uh self-identifying black people now i believe the numbers are about 97% okay and on average you will see uh because for such a long time there hasn't been um uh, well it, it, well you know haiti is like the mo- genetically the most african country in the caribbean um check out masaman's videos and you'll see the exact um genetic admixture from haiti which is kind of like not coming to me right now but you'll be you know you'll be quite surprised um and so the afro creoles of louisiana will find that there's a lot you know and and you wonder why there are some similarities like the creole language the voodoo the this that um and it, it's keep in mind that that's not like just being brought over by haitians a lot of this stuff has been uh you know a thing in afro um louisiana creole culture for quite some time so don't act as if you know there was no afro louisiana culture before haitians arrived that's not that's not true i just read recently that uh louisiana got red beans and rice from haitians from haitian slaves that came in the 1800s i would definitely need a fact checker for that i'm not saying it's false but <laughs> i'm like so ain't it ain't nobody was eating no red beans and rice before then like what <laughs> 